Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the podcast where a real statistics professor and the Jose Canseco does Mark McGuire, Jake. Keeps you sports betting tips. I'm Professor Sides. You can follow me on Twitter at Professor Sides, and you can follow my friend Jake on Twitter at my friend underscore Jake. Today is Monday, April 18th, 2022, and this episode covers all of today's Major League Baseball games. In case you're new here, I built a mathematical model for win probability, and I analyzed weather data in order to come up with some picks on totals. I will make a play on every game. Monday through Saturday. That doesn't mean I recommend you the same. I'm just giving you the information as to what I like the most and where my head is for each matchup. As I go through the plays, remember there are no locks in gambling. So what I'll give you are loves, likes, and leans to help you decide which picks you might want to play and how I recommend you scaling your wagers. That in mind, please understand that good and bad variants will occur. So as much as I'd like to say it will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Uh, Jake, I don't know if you were following along with us. We had some of the bad variants on Friday. That was like one of the worst days of the season. Then one of the good variants days on Saturday, one of the best days of the season. It's a little bit of like a whiplash from how bad Friday was to how awesome Saturday was. Hey, so it's the way it goes with gambling. But uh, I mean, you just got to hope there's more, more good days than there are bad. It, absolutely, absolutely well said. For the season through a week and a half, we are up 11 and a half units, a nice little 4% ROI. So that's exactly what we hope to be doing uh, going forward. And again, there will be some of those days like Friday that are awful, but we'll get some of those days like Saturday that are awesome to balance it back out. Yeah, yeah. We know if you, as long as you're good on the year, that means that at some point you can pull your investment out and just play with your winnings, and that way you don't lose. There you go, exactly. Uh, before we get to today's slate, some reminders please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. If you aren't yet also, please consider subscribing or following. It's free and the only way to ensure that you don't miss any of the college basketball, MLB, or college ball content that this channel provides. Share with a friend if you know others in the game. Hit us up on Twitter or drop a comment if you're on YouTube. We love those to try to respond to as many as we can. Uh, we do have the super early game today, the annual tradition of the Red Sox playing at the completion of the Boston Marathon. That's an 11-10 a.m. first pitch. Hopefully you're watching this earlier in the day if if you are watching this later in the day this has already happened and we either look like geniuses or fools uh dylan bundy on the bump for the twins versus rich hill jake uh, i believe you have a pick for us on this one what do you got yeah i like the twins here they seem to be playing very well right now and i really don't trust rich hill i don't I, he was good but i don't think he's got it too much more too much more inning and i i just i really don't Trust this Boston offense either. I mean, Verdugo's pretty good, and J- uh, JD is always good, but uh, there's just not that much. It's not that scary anymore like it was. Right. So I just I, I like the Twins. So get this one done. All right, the Twins are plus 131. I'm on the same side with a B pick here. The model thinks the number should be minus 127, so we're getting about a nickel in value on this one. I'm with you. I think Dylan Bundy's a better pitcher than Rich Hill, and I – I, I like the odds here. I like the plus plus odds. I, I think in general, we, we've kind of talked about this uh, across all sports for the most part. If you're taking more dogs, more plus odds, things like that, you're going against the grain of where the the um, where the majority of people are. That's never a bad idea. So if you want to do it every game, it's not going to work. But just in general, that's a nice lean. So uh, on a game that's kind of a toss-up game here, I think plus 131 offers some solid value. So a B pick for me on the Twins. Uh, weather-wise, it should be fairly pleasant, sunny, and upper 40s, uh, no rain to speak of and no wind to speak of. So nice, uh, nice day there in Boston if, you wanna, if you're able to get out and watch uh, the early game, which takes us to the evening games, 6-10 Eastern first pitch, White Sox and Guardians. This one's slated for a 6-10 Eastern first pitch. Uh, based off the weather, it seems very possible that this is a delayed start, but as of now, it does look like they will be able to get it 
in. There seems to be a little bit of confusion across the board as to who's going for the Guardians, if it's Tristan McKenzie or if it's Shane Bieber. Uh, I have no insight into that, what they're going to decide. I wonder if the weather affects things, if they're that may bring them to pushing back Bieber. They really have handled him with kid gloves uh, as good as he is with his inning count, pitch count. So maybe it has something to do with that. I'm not really sure. Uh, right now, I'm treating it as Tristan McKenzie. If Bieber goes, that's going to affect my probability about 5%. So right now, I think the Guardians should be a minus 111 favorite. If it's Bieber, I'd bump that up to, I think it's about minus 136 if that change does happen against Dallas Keuchel for the White Sox. Uh, the wind will be slightly blowing out. Chilly temperatures in the upper 30s. Um, I'm going with an A pick on the Guardians, minus 108. I think that Keuchel was a great pitcher back in his prime. Uh, that's not him today, so I'd like to fade him. I'll take Tristan McKenzie, and I'm giving him an A pick. In the event that Bieber goes, that makes it even better. We've got great odds. So something to keep in mind, we haven't talked about it this year on the podcast, but when you make your baseball picks, you can oftentimes choose if you want the selected starters, if you want the game no matter what, if you want the listed starter or the opposing starter. Usually I advocate people to choose the listed, I mean, excuse me, the uh, selected option. The selected option means you get it if your pitcher goes. You don't care who goes against you because very rarely a pitching change in the other direction is going to make your odds worse. In this case, I would advocate that you just want uh, you just want action. You don't care who's going for the Guardians because in the event that McKenzie doesn't go, it's probably Bieber and you actually um, are, are, are doing better off. And so if that is an option your book has, I would select action on this one. One of the rare times usually I want selected because I want the, if our pitcher gets scratched, I want that to be no action because I don't want to have a wager on a, on a worse starter. Uh, Jake, you have any insight for us on this one? Yeah, I just, I'm not making a play on this one. I, I don't, I don't quite trust the Guardians yet. I lean that way because I, I don't like, I don't think Keiko's got it. It's kind of the same thing Rich Hill was, you know, he's coming towards the end of that career. I like the White Sox, but. I lean the Guardians here, but not enough, especially with not – if Bieber throws, I, lo I love the Guardians. But I don't really know McKenzie that well to know how that's, this is going to go, so I'm just staying away from it. All right, all righty. And then at the 7 Eastern slot, a handful of games. The first one, Diamondbacks at Nationals. Unfortunately, one that almost assuredly isn't going to get played. We've got over 90% rain coverage from mid-afternoon – uh, all the way through about 10 or 11 p.m. My hunch is this game gets postponed, unfortunately. If it does happen, if the weather changes, it'll be Madison Bumgarner versus Josiah Gray. Jake, what do you have for us? Yeah, I'm, I'm like the, the Diamondbacks here. I, I think Madison Bumgarner is looking really good. Um, Gray, I think you see more of the game he threw against the Mets than the one against the Braves. And I think and the Diamondbacks had the offense to punish, it for, punish him for it. So, um I'm ready for the Diamondbacks to take, to take this one. Yeah, but if it does happen, I'm with you. I have the Diamondbacks plus 124 as a B pick. I don't trust Josiah Gray. I think as bad as the Diamondbacks offense has looked, they obviously aren't this bad. Um, that's not something that's going to continue to hold. They do have a couple of, of decent bats, and they are going to score runs sometimes. And I think Josiah Gray is the type of pitcher that they will be able to get some runs off of. So I think this is – 
one of the few chances for them to score. We've taken a lot of Diamondbacks unders, and that's worked out really well for us this year. I'm with you, though. I would take the Diamondbacks plus 124 B-pick for me. I think Bumgarner is, again, pitching fairly well for the most part. His biggest issue is getting up there in the pitch count. Um, I don't really know where he'll be. I, I assume he's not yet stretched out and going to go seven. These days, he seems to be more like a six-inning pitcher, and at this point of the season, he might only be a five-inning pitcher. But if he gets us five good innings here uh, tonight, I think that will be acceptable. Again, if this game happens, my hunch is it doesn't, and this whole segment is a moot point anyway. It kind of goes his way that there's this uh, Nationals offense isn't that scary. I mean, Bell's playing great, and Soto's one of the best players. But after that, there's not a lot of um, – And Cruz. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cruz. Cruz. Yeah, you got you got three. And we, I talked about this in the comments. When they got three good bats, but beyond that, they're you know fifth, sixth best hitters are really weak, and so it's kind of just yeah, bear down, get those three guys, and then once you get past that, uh, you should be able to cruise through the rest of the lineup. Yeah. Giants at the Mets, seven ten Eastern first pitch. Alex Cobb versus Tyler McGill. Another game that I'm very nervous about getting in. The issue with this one is the rain is coming in in the eight or nine o'clock hour, and then if it once it comes, it's coming. And so this is a game where it's probably it, it might just get pushed completely, or it may get called early. Um, it's one where if you if you had flexible scheduling changes, depending on what the weather is, you wish you could just start it earlier. Be like, let's just get this game going now and try to get nine in. As it is, they might try to get five in um, before the rain comes. Uh, Jake, when this game happens, what do you got? Um, I'm going under here. I want to say I'm for the Giants, but McGill's pl- was pitching his best ball I've ever seen him throw. Um, and Cobb is doing very well. He's continuing what he did last year, and and neither offense is. Uh, on fire right now. Uh, like, I mean, I think the Mets a couple games ago lit up, lit up somebody. Arizona on Friday, they got like 10 runs. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but after that, besides that, they really haven't been that spectacular and the giants haven't scored a bunch of runs, but they just seem to always score enough to win. So I'm thinking I'm taking the under here. All right. I am with you. I'm under six and a half. It's plus one Oh five right now. So at your book, you may see under seven at, uh, a little bit worse odds. B pick for me. The model thinks the Mets should be a minus one fourteen favorite, so no edge either direction. Um, we already kind of talked about the weather. If it does happen, the temperature won't be overly cold, uh, but the winds will be blowing kind of in, kind of to the side. This is one where you might consider a first five under, just in the event of what happens if the rain comes and they get five in and they just call it and say, we've got a five any game. So it could be a first five under play. My fear there is that this number is so low that all it takes is, you know, one walk, one bloop and a home run. And you've lost your first half, or first half, first five under. Um, and so it's, it's kind of a toss up here. I'm going full game under six and a half. And if it doesn't happen and, you know, doesn't get nine innings and we end up with a no action, it is what it is. It's only a B pick. I think that Cobb and McGill are two really good starters. Only a B pick. Set number's really low. <laughs> it doesn't like it doesn't take much to get over it. So you can't have a ton of confidence going under such a low number. But uh, Cobb was pretty solid last year. And then whatever the Giants have in the water there with their pitchers always makes them a little bit better. And so I trust Cobb. McGill had that really good first start. And I kind of wrote it off and didn't think much of it. And then he had a great second start. Done some research on him. He's made a couple of adjustments, and based off of the, it's only two starts, but based off of uh, some research into him and some of the changes he made this offseason, he might be the real deal. And if so, um, this is definitely going to be a low-scoring game. So I'm going under six and a half for the B pick if that game happens. 
which thankfully I think I think takes us out of the segment of games that may or may not happen <laughs> into ones that we hopefully will. Seven forty Eastern Rays at the Cubs. Shane McClanahan versus Kyle Hendricks. As of the recording of this podcast, there's no total out because they try to wait a little bit closer to game time based off of the crazy wind that happens off of Lake Michigan into Chicago. And so there's no play on the total, no run line because the run line obviously is impacted by what the total is. Obviously easier to win by more than a run and a half if um, there's crazy winds out and it's a high total, harder if the winds are blowing in. So uh, right now that's not out there. It'll come up shortly, of course. Uh, the model thinks that the Rays should be a minus 113 favorite, which gives us a ton of value in the Cubs at plus 130. So I'm back in the Cubs with an A pick uh, at those giant plus 130 odds. And what I think should be a toss-up game, I think Hendricks is a solid pitcher, and he does much better at home than the road. We've already seen that this year. I tend to not buy into that too much, but kind of keeps happening. So at some point, I say let's roll with it. McClanahan also a decent pitcher for the Rays. Um, but the Rays' offense hasn't looked that great overall this season. The Cubs' offense has been better than I expected. They don't have a lot of names. They don't really do a whole lot, but they kind of put the bat on the ball and they kind of get on and score a few runs. So I think this Cubs' offense isn't bad, and it's a team that with a decent pitcher on the hill, they're not quite as scary to back. Hendricks is pretty solid. Not, again, great, but good enough. That plus 130 is nice for me. So a pick for me on the Cubs, plus 130. Jake, what do you got? I'm not making a play on this one. It's like – I lean the Cubs, but I just have such a hard time just on a lineup where I barely recognize names, and I just keep waiting for like the floor to drop. Like just, just keep waiting for it. Uh, I mean, I may lose out a lot of money by not backing them, but I just have a hard time doing, doing it. It's a great, it's a great point, and I've talked about that earlier this season. The Cubs, the lineup just isn't impressive. The names aren't there. You look kind of, you dive into it, and you just, it's just not that impressive. But they kind of seem to be getting results. They got some results at the end of the year last year. It's surprising, and I, I'm totally with you. It's, it's a very tough line between where do you say I, I don't really think this offense is good, and how long do you stick with that versus when do you kind of switch and say I don't see it, but it seems to be working. And it's a really tough balance to 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 pick out. Um, that's part of, for me, why the reason I built the model to try to help avoid that and just kind of tell me what to do. So I've got the Cubs plus 130. I'm, I'm with you. The lineup, the names just aren't that good, but they seem to be, they seem to be doing okay. So I'm going to hope that continues on here against the Rays tonight. Uh, Pirates at the Brewers, 740 Eastern first pitch. Zach Thompson versus Eric Lauer. Uh, the model thinks the Brewers should be a minus 154 favorite. So right now I've got Pirates plus 156, a little bit of value there. So I've got the Pirates as a B pick. This is a situation we've talked about this many times before. I think the Brewers win. I give them a little over a 60% chance of winning this game. But in the long run, this is going to be a profitable venture if we're taking these types of plus odds. Zach Thompson is a pretty solid pitcher. He struggled in his first inning last start, I believe, and then looked pretty good after that. So I assume these Brewer bats just as bad as they have looked for the most part. I think he can silence those and have a good start. Lauer's not good, not bad. Even though the model says 60%, this feels kind of like a toss-up game where I kind of give a slight edge to the Brewers, but I think the Pirates can easily win this game. Again, I don't necessarily think that's the most likely outcome, but I think um, you know if they play this game 20 times, the model thinks they the, the Pirates win eight of them. I think they might win nine of them, and these are the types of odds we got to take to slowly increase that bankroll. So Pirates... Plus 156 is my B pick. Jake, do you have any insight for us here? Yeah, I'm, I'm, you've actually talked me into it. Um, oh, all right. I like I'm it. I listen to what you say. Like, I like Zach Thompson. I forgot that it was just the first inning that he had a hard time with. So I, I think he's doing well. The, you're right. The Brewers' bats haven't woke up yet. And 
I don't really see it happening right now. I mean, at some point it will because they're, they're they're good players, but it's, they're not going to be batting this bad all year. Right. But, um, I've kind of enjoyed watching the Pirates here. Like with Cabrian Hayes, he's been fun to watch. So I'm I'm with you. I'm going to take the Pirates. I'm going to let you talk me into it. All right, I like it. I like it. Uh, so both of us on the Pirates at plus one fifty six. Nice little odds. Hopefully, we can increase our bankroll uh, with uh, decent, good value there. Eighteen Eastern first pitch. Angels at the Astros. Michael Lorenzen versus Luis Garcia. The model thinks the Astros should be a minus one forty three favorites. Uh, you can get Angels plus one forty three, offering exactly zero value. I'm staying away from the side on this one. I think it's an interesting season so far for the Astros. Last year, their pitching was good. Their bats were great. This year seems to be the opposite of that. Uh, We've seen the Astros give up a few runs when they've fallen behind and gone to some of their weaker bullpen arms. Um, We saw yesterday they had one bad inning against them. But otherwise, I think the strength of this team might actually be the pitching and not the bats, which is a little bit of a surprise from last year. Uh, Jake, what's your pick on this one? Yeah, I'm I'm going under here. I, I like the under nine. Um, I I don't think either team. I think the pitchers on either, either side will keep it keep this one under ten. Um, I don't see a, a offensive explosion. I, I think this game ends up like five to three, something something around those lines. Um, so I, I really like the under on this one. Yep, I agree. I've got under nine as well. Minus 120, the odds right now. Don't love that, but I do love under nine, a pick for me. Uh, I think a five to three score makes a lot of sense. I think the only fear we have with this game is kind of, as I mentioned, if it does turn to be a blowout one direction or the other, this is the, the two, these two teams is just going to unravel. Uh, they're going to put their crappier pitchers in. We saw with one of the Angels-Astros games earlier in the season that happened, and the Astros ended up scoring double-digit runs. Uh, we, we saw the Astros. Uh, sometimes when they lose, they throw their bad pitchers, and it gets out of hand. So that's my only fear on this one. It goes back to what I said at the top, right? There are no locks. This isn't a lock because if it's a blowout, like I said, I'm very nervous about this. But otherwise, I really think under nine is a great value. So again, a pick for me. I think this is a pick that wins a lot of the time and gets us, uh, again, increasing that bankroll. Uh, more times than not. And we've got that push protection at nine in case it is a four to four game late. And then you're just going, okay, just somebody score one, not two, (laughs) right? Which is always the fun slot with unders. 840 Eastern first pitch Phillies at the Rockies. Uh, Aaron Nola versus Chad Kuehl. The model thinks the Phillies should be a minus 123 favorite. So I've got a B pick on the Rockies plus 146. Tons of value there. I can't give this an A play fading Aaron Nola because he definitely has the stuff to go out there and pitch fantastic and shut any offense down. If Nola goes seven or eight shutout on any of his starts, that shouldn't surprise anybody. However, we saw it last year and we've seen it with his first two starts this year. I mentioned it in his uh, last start. My fear with taking the under in a game with that Nola was pitching was he just sometimes forgets how to pitch in an inning. He'll look great for two or three innings and then just fall apart. He did it again. He's at his first two starts already this year. And it's not just a first two start thing. I I own this guy in in our dynasty baseball league. Uh, He did the same thing last year. It's very frustrating to watch. And so it's a situation where you know it's there, but he just doesn't have it. And so at some point, rather than try to stubbornly say, yeah, he's got it. Yeah, he's got it. I don't don't think – you know, until until we're, we're given proof of that, if he has that one blow up inning, especially at Coors Field, um, 
anything can happen in this game. And so that's kind of the approach I'm taking in. The model agrees with that. Model thinks the number should only be minus 123. So tons of value at plus 146. B pick for me. Uh, I like the plus odds here. Anything can happen with Coors. Anything can happen with Aaron Nola. And so I think there's some value here at the Rockies at plus 146. Jake, you have any input for us? Yeah, I'm, well, this is another one I'm staying away from. I just, I don't, like the Rockies offense, it shouldn't be doing what it's doing. But right now it's blowing through everybody and it's really shocking me. Um, but, and I, you're right, Nola will have that one inning. But I have a hard time fading him because, he, like you said, he I've seen him so many times, especially being a Braves fan, like, Oh, it's the eighth inning. He's still going and right. he's dominating. Like, yep. So I just have such a hard time going against him. But I don't know what's going on with these Phillies pitchers. Like Wheeler's getting blown up. Yeah. In both his starts and Nola's not looked great in both his starts. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It is very interesting. And again, I think exactly like you said, that's exactly why it's not an A pick for me. It's just hard to fade a guy who you know can be that dominant. Uh, but that doesn't mean I won't play against him. I just don't want to be over-invested in it. Uh, weather-wise, uh, not really strong over-weather for Coors Field, but not one of those games that I want to go under. And we've had a couple unders in Coors. I think we've taken maybe three or four of them, and most of them have worked on all. Uh, but we've got uh, temperatures in the mid-60s, fall into the mid-50s, uh, but a slight win out to left. The biggest issue, of course, with Coors probably tonight isn't about home runs and more about just a cavernous park. At some point, the outfielders can only cover so much ground. At 9.40 Eastern, first pitch, Orioles at the Athletics. Spencer Watkins versus Frankie Montas. We've liked the A's a lot this season. I like the A's again here. The model thinks it should be A's minus 192. So I'm taking A's minus 180 with a B pick. I don't know how much there is to say about this other than the fact that the A's uh, continue to offer us value Usually it's been as a dog, this time as a, as a favorite. I know the Orioles just beat the Yankees two out of three, but I'm not going to write. I'm not going to give too much weight to that. I just think the A's are still the better team, and even though it's minus 180, I, I like a lot of dogs. But if there's value on the favorite, you take the you take the value. So A's minus one 180 is my B pick. Jake, you got any insight for us? Yeah, I like I like the A's here. I think Montas is a much better pitcher than Watkins in, the, in this kind of role, and they. The A's are like money balling it again, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Pulled out a bunch of guys that shouldn't be and are figuring it out. So I, 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 they're on a roll. I like them. All right. All right. And then <clears throat> 940 Eastern, the first pitch, Reds at the Padres. Nick Lodolo versus Sean Manaya. Manaya has been fantastic in his first two starts with the Padres. Lodolo, a much heralded prospect, uh, struggled his first start. With the Reds, this will be his second attempt here on this young season. Uh, the model thinks the Pirates should be a minus 165 favorite, which falls in between where the number is right now. Uh, Jake, what's your pick for us on this one? Yeah, um, I'm all over the Padres here, I think. Uh, I'm just watching them blow the Braves up. Blow their, um, the offense can really just pour it on when it wants to. That, um, and uh, Manaya is an incredible pitcher and is going is having one of his best starts to his career. I think the way he's going right now, and uh, it's just it's tough. I mean, they're they're like even without what you would think their best offensive player with uh, Tatis being being out, like they just keep rolling. Uh, like Machado is incredible. It's just I I don't know where um, the Reds pull it out because their offense isn't that great. Um, especially right now. So I, I'm, I really like the Padres here. I really debated a lot on this one. If I wanted Padres or the under, I like both of them. I only give out one pick per game, but 
Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I think the Padres are the right side. I decided to go under just because the model didn't say there was value at such a steep price at minus 167 for the Padres. Uh, but I don't think that's a bad investment. I like the Padres. I just I thought, hey, the model didn't give it an edge there, so I'll go under. But Padres and under to me are the two ways you want to look at this one. The number is seven and a half. I'll go under that. It's minus 107. And I'll give it an A pick. I love the way Manaya is pitching. I don't think Lodolo was as bad as his first start. Uh, my only fear again, like I, like I talked about, right? Remember, there's no locks on this one. The fear for this one, if you have an under, is the Padres offense. If Lodolo doesn't have it, could get out of hand, uh, especially depending on which relievers the Reds are throwing. So definitely a chance the Pirates, I mean, the Padres can uh, run away with this one late. But I'm going with the under simply because uh, that, you know, the way that the ball flies in Petco, um, I just see a lot of deep fly balls being routine fly balls. And so I think the Padres win this one comfortably. Uh, but I see this as a five to one type game. And hopefully the Reds don't give up too many runs, keep us under seven and a half. So a pick for me on that one. But I'm, I don't disagree with you at all. I think the Padres is a solid look. I can't see, um, I can't see wanting to fade Manaya, even though he did lose his last start. That was against a good Giants team and against a great pitcher in wet and logan webb uh, nick lodolo might be good but i don't think he's anything near what logan webb is right now yeah not yet yeah um does the marine layer coming in uh play with you at all here because i've listened to a lot of people say the pitchers get better grip on the ball and it seems the ball dies earlier the ball definitely dies with the marine layer it's something that i need to track that better because the marine layer feels a little bit like the cloud right what is the cloud right like it's like you put stuff somewhere but i don't know where it goes right and so there's a lot of people listening to this who know exactly what it is but there's a lot of people who don't quite understand what the cloud i feel like the marine layer is the same thing like we hear a lot about it right and it's like i, I don't understand quite the science of it. it i need to i need to do the research into this but i, I do know that when the marine layer is coming in it absolutely kills the ball. It doesn't go anywhere. Um, but from my understanding, it doesn't necessarily happen on every given night. So it's something that I need to, to pull in and look at the specifics of uh, how that plays out. But it's actually absolutely a good point that uh, when we get that Marine layer in San Diego, it's like you're almost assured like a two to one game, <laughs> you know, where like no one's going to do anything. Um, but then there's nights when it's not there. So again, I, I need to do more research into that. But when we have that, it's absolutely under weather. Uh, even without that, though, that part tends to just be such an under uh, part yeah, as well. So yeah, but just that gives it an extra, extra kick. Uh, and then our last game of the night, 10, 10 Eastern Braves at the Dodgers, uh, you know, versus Kershaw Kershaw, of course, with his great first outing, uh, going to see if he can, you know, replicate half those successes right uh, here again tonight. The model thinks the Dodgers should be a minus 161 favorite. I, I, I we, I talk about, Early on in the season, I tend to trust the model. I tend to back it. And then it's more the middle of the season. You know, once we hit into late May and into June, definitely by July, I can look at it. And I've got enough of a, of a, of a sample size to say which pitchers and or which teams the model is nailing and which ones it's just kind of constantly saying go against or go on. And that doesn't really mean much. We saw it with college basketball, right? There were just a handful of teams in the model just always wanted to back or always wanted to fade or totals that always wanted to go over or under. And, and it's the same with every sport. There's no way to avoid that in modeling. And it's super early, but I kind of think the Dodgers might be one of those teams. So the model's just going to say fade the Dodgers ever game out of principle. And that might be because the fact that I'm not sure we've ever seen an offense quite so potent as this Dodgers offense. So it does, the model does say 
edge on the Braves, but I'm staying away. I just kind of want to see more about this Dodger situation and see how if the model adjusts, how it plays out, because I just I, I, I the, the Dodgers won't win 150 games. We know that. They won't win 140, they won't win 130, they probably won't win 120, and they probably won't even win 110. That's still a really hard thing to do. But as is, I just if the model's gonna fade them every day and the Dodgers start off like 30 and eight or something like I don't want to have lost like half our bankroll just fading the Dodgers so I'm going to look the other direction instead I'm going to go under eight with a B pick uh the ball just hasn't been carrying there in LA we talked about that um on the Saturday podcast that you know when it's hot in LA uh, especially daytime that ball can really carry but these night games when it's chilly the ball doesn't tonight it's going to be in the mid 60s start off Around 60 degrees when it finishes. Uh, not really much wind to speak of. So I'm going under eight. Only a B pick. I trust Kershaw. Uh, only a B pick simply because that Dodgers offense, if you know what blows up, the Dodgers could win this like 11 to 1. So it's not one that I love just because that is definitely on the forefront of my mind. But I think under is the way to look in this one. Uh, Jake, what's your input? Yeah, like, like I said last time, I think I was on here, you know, I was throwing, you know, it's feast or famine. And if good, you know, it shows up, there's a good chance that the Braves are in this. And it's a, and I really like the Braves bullpen more than I like the Dodgers bullpen. So if it's close, I'll lean the Braves. But I'm just not making a play on this because I've got a feeling that you know, is since he broke his hand punching a bench, is just going to lose it. And I think it's, I think it leans closer to a blowout just because when he goes bad, it goes real bad and real yep. quick. So yep. I just, I don't trust him to be good enough to stay to keep him in the game so i'm i'm staying away from it from because i hate taking it under here because like i said the, the dodgers are very good offensively but i don't know yep i i completely agree i think if, if you know it blows up the under could still win because it could be a seven nothing game but it could easily be dodgers scoring double digits so that's why it's only a b-pick but if you know it shows up at all um i'm hoping that the elements of that park keep the ball in play and can keep us front under so what i like but definitely not what i love uh knowing that dodgers offense can go off at any time yeah, any part any parting words for you jake yeah the scheduling did no no breaks for the braves here what <laughs> great days and you're ending it probably against the best team in the mlb it's whew, that's no 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 favors here so that, that's that's another kind of reason i don't, I don't like under as much because that bullpen's going to get tired with some of the starts we've thrown out there. But. Yep, yep, absolutely. All right, so just to recap my Apex, uh, White Sox at the Guardians, I've got Guardians minus 108. Rays at the Cubs, I've got Cubs plus 130. Angels at the Astros, under 9. Unfortunately, that is minus 120. And the Reds at Padres, under 7.5, minus 107. Uh, as always, you got four Apex. Hoping we get three of the four of those, and that can really help our bankroll out tonight and that's all that we have for you today thanks for tuning into another episode of picks with the professor reminder check out that google sheet for model projections and results you can find that link at the website www.pickswiththeprofessor.com if you haven't done so yet please click that subscribe button to ensure all the sports betting content we provide on this channel is chopped right into your feed i will see you tomorrow until then remember you can eat your betting money but please don't bet you're eating money <laughs>